Welcome to the Superhero Lifestyle Podcast, where I, Stephen Summers, sit down with my business partner, Robert Ricky, and we talk about how to become successful online. We also talk about how to sell your own branded products globally and so much more. These are the exact conversations that we have all time about how to become more successful in business and in life. So hope you enjoy and make sure to check us out on MarketplaceSuperheroes.com if you're not already a member. Let's go. Okay, we are back with another episode of the greatest podcast that has ever existed, Robert. Let's get going. Yeah, the greatest podcast known to man, women, animals, plant life, everything. Well, that's what you're supposed to say these days. You're supposed to be really hypey. So we're doing our, that's our version of hypey. Uh, we're, yeah. we're finished now. Uh, so let's get into it, Robert. Let's start talking about our virtual boot camp review is the idea for today, right? Yeah. And, you know, hot off the heels of that actual boot camp, which was fantastic. It was great. Uh, you know, normally we, we do these recordings on a certain day, but because we were deep in the in the whole virtual bootcamp, we had to delay it for a couple of days, and, and here we are. But it was a fantastic week, Stephen. Fantastic week. Yeah, well, it was a really great week, really enjoyable, and we covered a lot of ground. Uh, so it's a good opportunity to talk through, number one, uh, how the bootcamp worked, number two, what was good about it, number two, what could we improve next time, what were people's experiences like. So then you listen right now, maybe you were there, it's a cool opportunity to go back through what happened. And if you weren't there, it's an opportunity to uh, hear a bit a little more, see what's going on, could it benefit you in the future? It's something that we are looking to do more of in 2021. And uh, yeah, so I, I think first of all, we should talk about why we did a virtual bootcamp. And obviously that comes down to the fact that there's this little virus. It's not very well known, but it's been problematic in certain parts of the world this year. Uh, and that is the reason we had to uh, not cancel, but postpone our Irish boot camp that was supposed to happen in May of this year. And obviously, I remember the day Robert and I, we were in London, actually, on the 12th of March. And it was pretty much the day before things started locking down. Patrick's Day Festival got cancelled and parades got cancelled and everything around then. And, you know, we all realized this is a this is a serious thing. So initially, uh, we didn't know how long it was going to go on for. So we decided to move the bootcamp to August 2020. And of course, we all know what's been happening. Like, you know, travel and everything was very problematic for people and uh, hotels were not open and places were locked down. So obviously... We had to make the tough decision to say, we can't do it this year. We have to do it next year. So then, Robert, like all good uh, business owners, we saw it and we said, right, well, this is annoying. But in the middle of this issue, what's the what can we do? Like, what's the not necessarily opportunity as such, because I don't really think that's the way we thought about it, but more like, well, what can we do? with the technology that's available, knowing that our members love these boot camps, how can we give them a similar experience, but online, right? Yeah, and I think that was really it. It was, you know, a lot of people were disappointed and rightly so that they weren't going to be able to get to that boot camp. Sometimes people are disappointed that they can't get there because, you know, work commitments, they can't travel halfway around the world in a, in a normal environment as well. So I think the opportunity that, we sort of saw was for our community uh, to be able to attend something like this. And immediately one of the things that we did 
which I was very, very happy about, was that we kept it small, we kept it intimate, because that is kind of the way that we have done things to date, not only live boot camps, but other styles of masterminds. Whereas I've seen a lot of other people kind of open it up to the floor. And then what it becomes is it becomes a a talky-talky, day-by-day, session-by-session type of thing, which just hypes people up and you know leaves people with a, a load of notes rather than the implementation side of things, which mm-hmm. whenever you're trying to get that stuff implemented on and like a, a virtual style of thing by the, the internet and things, you've got to make sure that your audience is tight. You gotta make sure that you know your your team is there to be able to deliver to smaller groups. And that's kind of the way we went down, Stephen. And we and we looked and we said at the numbers and they almost picked themselves. It was like, well, look, we can accommodate a hundred people here sensibly and have them inside small groups. And I know a lot of people said, oh well sure it's virtual. You can you can do 150. And it was like no we know what we want here. We know what we want to, to deliver and we know what will make it the best possible experience for everybody that turns up. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, the whole goal of the, of the, of the five, four or five days, depending on what level you joined out is simple. It's just how can we help people find more products, validate more of them, speak to suppliers and move them on because it's very simple. The business we've said a billion times, we'll continue to say it's very, very simple business model. It's not complicated. It's just, as we saw at the bootcamp, people love to put obstacles in their way. So the whole goal of a virtual bootcamp or any bootcamp is how can we remove those obstacles, get rid of them forever, help you see things in a completely different way and also work immersively in your in and on your business for four or five days in a row most people never get that time. That's a, we'll just mention that actually, Robert, like that, what is the, the power of immersing yourself in something? It's, it's, it's unquestionable, but what is it, do you feel, what have you seen is, is the power for people or even for yourself? I think it's the focus. I mean, it comes down to that one word uh, for me in that, you know, we encouraged everybody that, you know, if you were going to uh, a boot camp or an event halfway around the world or even away from your home, you would have to take the time off work. You would have to make arrangements with parents or friends or any family to mind children and, and pets and animals and you know do all these different things. So why should it be any different if it's if it's virtual? Because if it's just running in the background while you're doing your day-to-day things, you know, your job is going to get in the road. Uh, you know, your family are going to to need you to be around, whether you're making dinner or tidying up. Those things are still going to be there. Whereas whenever you can take that time off work, you know, have the children babysat or whatever while this is on, it's a hell of a lot easier to focus at the task at hand. And we don't even get that ability to focus at the task at hand during our normal week. So if we don't change that, then the outcome is going to be the same. And I saw that from a lot of people very early days whenever we announced it. You know, they were talking about, right, I'm taking the week off work, I'm doing this. And then even at the boot camp itself, we're speaking with people and they said, oh, yeah, I had my had my kids babysat by my sister or my mom or my dad, which was fantastic. And I could really see that, that focused sort of work from people during that whole week because they did just immerse themselves in every single thing step by step and the results yeah. were there to speak for themselves yeah absolutely and and as well like we did have people say things like oh i'm going to be working that week so i'm not going to be able to 
I won't be able to attend. Can you guys move the date? And we just said no because we understand people have got to work and we're not um, saying anything bad about that or anything else. All we're saying is, though, if you came to Ireland, you flew all the way here to immerse yourself like the people did this week, you would have to take time off work. So why is this any different? And this comes back to the same thing as the business itself. Why is this any different to any other business that you'd invest money in, you grow? It's not. It's the exact same. So that was a really good encouragement point for everybody. Like you just said, most people I saw did that and they got the results, as you said, for sure. Um, and it was because they just treated it like they were in Ireland. They treated it like yeah. they had invested thousands of dollars, pounds, euro, whatever, to fly, to do all these things, to get something done. And, and when you come at it from that mentality, the results you get are huge because you are focused on getting a return, not just on listening to educate. What was they call it? Um, uh, well, I can't remember the guy said it, it was called... Uh, it was like educational entertainment or something like that. I can't remember what it was, but uh, intellectual entertainment. There we go. We, we, and I'm, I'm I think not, too, the, the other word there was commitment, you know, because obviously we're ourselves here in, in Ireland. We were doing the boot camp at a time that was going to be suitable to us and also suitable to a lot of other geographical locations. But there is no one time that suits absolutely everybody because we live on this spherical ball that's whizzing around the uh, the universe and the time zones are all different. Uh, yeah. But yet we had people in Australia who stayed up late during their day. We had people in the US specific, uh, Pacific time, easy for me to say, got up early in the day and they were no different. You know, we had with some people that were living on chocolate, some people were living on coffee. You know, it's all that different stuff, which was which was fantastic to see that level of commitment. And again, like I say, the results were just there to speak for themselves. Yeah, absolutely. So let's get into then, Robert, talk about what we how did how did the bootcamp work? What did it look like? Mm-hmm. What did we do? Yeah, well, I mean, we knew that inside this whole thing we were going to have to kick off with research, right? You know, it's certainly not the the most sexy of topics or anything else, but much like that whole thing where we don't hype anything, we don't stand there, we don't knock off stage and go for a martini, all those things. We knew that we had to bring people back to this, to this research phase. And it's the biggest area where people in our community struggle. So therefore, that's why it had to be front and, and center. So we started off, with this sort of state of the nation, if you want to call it that, in terms of like research now and beyond, because, you know, the last few years and things, things have changed. You know, Amazon has grown uh, dramatically mm-hmm. and it was great to be able to go back, I guess, and sort of reassess the the market as a whole, give people some new criteria, some new variables, not drastically different, but just these little tweaks that would help them get to the research that little bit faster, although not putting speed in just for the sake of it, but being able to go back over that and sort of show them you know, new ways to develop that, that research to get the products a lot quicker and then jump in to you know, moving that product forward, Steve. So that was really the whole, the whole day one. But also, like we didn't just, as I say, rest on our laurels. After a small talk, and we're done, just say go to the bar and have a drink or whatever, or go and put our feet up. We actually did what they were doing as well, so that we could record that, and give that to them at a later date. 
Yeah, it was a great day for us. You know, it was cool because myself, yourself and Ali, we just realized we'd never actually sat down and worked on a bit of research as three of us. It, was, it would always be mm-hmm. two of us or whatever at a time. So that was really enjoyable. And we definitely found some interesting products. And I, I, I felt for me as well, I had a lot of realizations about people's research. As In the evening, um, we did a Q&A. Uh, we always end each day with a Q&A session, myself and Robert. And I was asking many of the questions to Robert. He was answering them. I obviously answered a few as well uh, along the way. And it was cool because I was really watching with the intent of being like the audience member and making sure we we would answer something in a way everybody understood and all that. And the thing that I saw was just people started getting what we're talking yeah. about with product research. Like, you know, we had people who would give us a product and a really simple example I can think of was the... Uh, what was that one? The batter dispenser for pancakes. Mm-hmm. And like you search batter dispenser or pancake batter dispenser or whatever. And you see like in, in that first page, loads and loads and loads of, of dispensers. And so when you see that, you know, what do you do? Like, and then it was a great showing people, uh, helping them understand, you know, that's not the right product. It's a confused market. Here's what that really means. Here's what you're actually looking for. So again, we get to a product where it was a lot more interesting, where there was few, like only a few on that page when you search that keyword. And people really saw that for the first time, I think better than ever. Um, and I know it's, just, it's a simple realization, but sometimes when you're jumping around trying to teach all this research, you can forget. It just comes down to simple little little things like that. And then when people saw that, the level of research for the rest of the week was unreal, I thought, from everybody. Yeah, there was a, there was definitely like a penny drops moment yeah. on that first evening. Uh, whenever you can see that, you know, the reaction on people's face and like the ah moment, you just know, right, the, the, these people are going to be different animals now going into the, into the next day because that penny has dropped. And whenever they see things like that, Again, they're going to rule them out very quickly. And that very person, by the end of the week and on going forward, but by the end of the week, the items that they were then suggesting were a million times better. You know, they were items that they could take forward immediately, which was great because that, you know, that one person, like every other person that was there, their level uh, of research nice or mastery now is up another load of uh, another load of tiers or stages, Steve. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, uh, when we got to the end of the boot camp on the, the the final day, pretty much of the main boot camp, uh, the fourth day, I remember we asked people early in the day, you know, how many products have you found this week? And we had one person um, who found 33 products, which was crazy. Yeah. I don't think they were all necessarily like perfect or anything, but they were like 33 ones that were worth uh, going to suppliers and getting pricing for, which is fantastic. And then we had other people in, we had over a hundred people of this thing. And we had like about 15% of people, I'm going to say, said they still hadn't found any products at that point. So again, it was great. We got them to come on on, the, on that last day and bring some of the ASINs that they were considering and then help them see what what the story was. And what was really interesting there, I, I, I won't say this lady's surname, but there's a lady called Judy there. I remember it so clearly. She said she had found nothing. She shared two ASINs and they were two fantastic products, but she believes she yeah. found nothing, you know? Yeah. And I think then, you know, giving people that confidence, which we really sort of started off with on the second day, 
you know, looking at that reinvestment wheel. And whenever that whole reinvestment wheel starts to, again, penny drop, it's like, right, this further instills that thing of this is a serious business to be taken seriously. And really, it's down to those, you know, those long-term numbers. You know, we do have to have an idea on the long-term number that we're looking to get from a business. But then sometimes that can take away the focus because you're not really focusing on your focus. You're focusing on the outcome of, of everything as opposed to the outcome of the start, you know, where we're so able to make these long-term claims because probably we'll never really be held account for them. Whereas whenever we get people to look at short-term targets and short-term milestones, they've got to be very serious about them because they are going to be held to account. But the great thing being that when they hit those short-term targets, the medium-term targets then become very, very easy. We talked about that recently, like Mission Impossible. And once you get that thing where you can do something once, well, then it's a hell of a lot easier to do it again. And also your mind will tell you that it's easier to do again because you're just rinsing and repeating. So it was great to sort of show them that reinvestment wheel and then bring them into the suppliers to just knock out a few myths or a few little confused points that a number of people had and just put them back on the on the track, Steve, between the hedges, as we like to call it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, there was there was so much, you know, so much of that. And, uh, uh, you know, as well on the long-term thing you were talking about there, the other side of that was, I, I remember a couple of people asking about, you know, certain tax things and all this that's way down the line for them. And that's what you were saying about, you know, focusing on your focus, it's like, it's good to be thinking long term, but at the same time, yeah, you got to bring it back down from the clouds into the dirt, as Hank Gary V would say, to just get it done. Because you can't be worrying about tax issues that you have to create the tax issue in a way from all the, your performance and all of your business performance. So, uh, yeah, getting people focused was really good. So the second day, anyway, just to kind of finish up our little review of what we did. The second day, uh, we covered the final day, which is very much... Uh, looking at the future, looking at future projections, getting rid of any worry about investing in products and all of that. And then, of course, we did some big Q&As and things like that. It was great. The second day of the boot camp was great because we did a lot of supplier communication stuff, finding suppliers, uh, what happens if you can't find a product in Alibaba. Then that evening, uh, late at mm. night, midnight for us, we did the midnight oil session, which was on, which was for the elite and VIP level people. We had three levels at the boot camp. That was awesome. Like we literally went on and Robert, you chatted to uh, Chinese suppliers live. Ali and I then, we were validating more products for people. We're mapping them while you were kind of teeing up the live conversations because it was very much live without a net. We may not have had any conversations, but good old Alan saved the day. He did, he did indeed. And about one hour before we started that that session, and maybe even earlier on in the day, the joke was like, Robert, what have you got us involved in here? And that was a, it yes. was a harebrained scheme of an idea. Yeah, I thought right. we've never done anything like this before. And, you know, we're always the ones who'll go on and like, we'll just go live. And if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. And generally speaking, whenever you go live, you know, nine times out of ten, something goes wrong for you. But uh, that was, it started off, you know, I obviously got on. We had a number of products that we'd been looking at the day before. So that was our first protocol. 
we were like midnight UK Irish time, and it was about seven a.m. in, in the, the majority of China. So you know, it was definitely a risky strategy. If if we had it done one a.m., it probably would have been better for us, or certainly more guaranteed. Uh, if, if anything's ever guaranteed, but it, it wouldn't have the, the whole thing of the one a.m. oil session wouldn't really have worked as well. So yeah. it had to be midnight, uh, as you say. We, we we had a number of conversations. I went to the to the field correspondent, which was a great bit of fun as well during it. <laughs> and then that first guy, Alan, came through, started talking. We were able to jump back onto my screen, which was live. We were sitting there chatting. And then towards the kind of end of that session, went for two hours as well. So I'm, I'm sure you were the same as me, Steve, but uh, yeah. getting towards that two o'clock, I was very tired after a big day. Yeah. And But then, you know, I would say about an hour, an hour and a half into the session, the suppliers were obviously getting up, getting to their offices. They were then properly online. And the, you know, the responses came in, dum, 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 dum. And it was super to be able to show everybody at those sessions how to conduct that conversation without going in for the kill too quickly of like what's your price right that's what that's what everybody does it's like no like have a conversation you know you wouldn't do that in real life so don't do it over over a messenger or whatever you know talk to them introduce yourself talk about their product talk about their company ask for some other less sort of whatever you want to jugular questions you know get the dimensions because you need to get all these things as well so leave the pricing to the to the end and you can do you know that whole conversation will take two weeks potentially out of that whole whole thing and if you can do that with multiple suppliers at the same time you almost kind of make it a bit of a game don't you Steve? Yeah, oh, absolutely, yeah, and it was fun, and it was enjoyable, and we had a lot of a lot of crack, as we would say here in Ireland um, mm-hmm. at the uh, at that time. So yeah, it was great. And then the the Wednesday was also a really fun day. Covered a lot of ground with everybody. Um, you know, it just it was just a really solid week of getting stuff done. We we ran the numbers as well on that Wednesday, and we yeah, because we had numbers back. You know, we yeah. actually had real numbers back from suppliers that we could that we could run on that day and show people yeah. then. You know the intricacies of, of running them and some other things that people get confused about you know inside those dimensions the weights and you know it was great just to go back over i guess some of the sort of boring stuff too but just to give people a framework and yeah. you know we were sharing our pdfs we were sharing absolutely everything that we had so that they were given the biggest and best amount of, of artillery to be able to go and get that next product or products yeah, exactly. And I mean, it's all well and good talking about all this and researching and everything. But if your numbers don't work, it doesn't matter. And if you don't know how to get the numbers into the likes of our profit calculator tool and our ecosystem and how to use that using our sandbox, we did tons of examples of that. That was great. We talked about bigger products, bulkier products, a lot of people having kind of mental issues uh, with those types of things. We're able to really demystify a lot of that. Talk about the fact that if it's a big bulky item, it might need to go into Amazon on a pallet rather than a box delivery and just really expand on people's knowledge. So yeah, all in all was huge. The VIP day on the final day, just as we wrap up here, was also great letting people just come on with no agenda, ask us questions. Um, and we we really just were nonstop there. People ask great questions the whole day. And we just went the entire time and had our little break, but then it was full on, you know? So all in all, we were looking at it and we, we reckon, you know, between myself, Robert, 
uh, certainly. And then with some guests, obviously our coaches were on some of the sessions and things like that. And of course the coaches did the breakaways. We didn't talk about that actually. We didn't talk. Yeah, about that was, that was huge for a lot of people, you know, being able to come out from a talk, come away from a Q and a, and then be able to go into those smaller groups with marketplace coaches was, was fantastic. And then you're even in a smaller group again. So, what we encourage those people to do was like, don't make it into a Q&A. You're going to have that Q&A uh, after this, right? Make this a work block, make it a work group. So the word is in the title there. Go and do the work. And then you have, if you put it back into like school days type of thing, you know, where you're given an assignment or a task to do. Well, you don't just start asking Q&A. You, you work at it until you've got a problem. And then whenever you've got a problem, you can put your hand up. The teacher would have would have answered you, helped you along the way. If you're a decent teacher, that was, which all of our marketplace coaches are fantastic teachers. And you're able to get that answer, get over the hurdle and keep moving on then. So those two hour work blocks were fantastic for moving and keeping the momentum of the research, the business, the products, the data, 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 Steve. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, and, and those were really like, People got so much work done during the week as well, which, of course, was a huge objective we had for everybody. People came away finding tons of products. We got loads of feedback in the Facebook group as well, our members' Facebook group, people talking about how much they learned, all the value that they received. And, yeah, it was it was unreal. And as I was just going to say, like, even um, for the whole week, the content that we created, we were involved in, it was over 24 hours of that. Uh, for the whole week, you know, which is pretty significant. That's not counting other bits and bobs, you know. So, like the, the amount of value that was delivered for the investment for everybody was was huge. Um, people got way more than they invested, and I, I think everybody saw that. I don't think we had one. We didn't have one person uh, at all. only on one day. I think someone said something like minorly like oh i don't know about this and then by the end of the boot camp they realized we actually had already thought of those things and put it together so the the feedback was i would say like 98 percent just blown away which which we were delighted with that was huge for us and so if you want to come to the next one we'd love to have you like we're not looking to put these on all the time uh it'll be only maybe once or twice a year or something like that maybe more we'll see uh but of course you know it does take a lot of time we literally have to take a week off our business, all our businesses actually, to, to run this, Robert. So, you know, it, it financially, it probably doesn't make sense for us to do it. But uh, seeing people get their products, get moving forward, get rocking, it's worth it then, you know? Yeah, and I think that's what I always take out of these things. And I would encourage people to go to multiple. And it's not, again, it's not because that's that's good for, for us on that front end that people would look at. But I'll be honest, it's great on the back end. You know, the likes of Superhero Freight is going to be a massive winner from this and a win-win with our community because they're going to be importing more products, which is fantastic for their business. They're going to be importing them with us, which is fantastic for our business too. So being able to have that thing where you've got a boot camp, you can make it very cost-effective for people. They can do it in their own homes. We can do it in our own homes or in our offices. They can take that time, they can go through, they can get the most up-to-date information, they get to work with the coach the whole week, they get Q&A every single week. At the end of it, they're increasing their product lineup, and we know that we're helping them deliver that. And of course, at the same time, there is a little bit there for us in that with our superhero fleet business or our solutions businesses. They're going to help those people import those products, get them in, get them selling, 
get them reordered. So I love that win-win, or in this case, Steve, a win-win-win. Yep, absolutely. That's what business should be all about, actually. And unfortunately, it isn't uh, most companies, and that's just the... Uh, that's just unfortunate, and we are looking to change that. So with that said, that, that was the virtual boot camp. If you'd like to come to the next one, a couple of ways to do it, you can certainly email support, or you can go to marketplacesuperheroes.com forward slash boot camp is the best thing to do, and we'll be able to take care of you there. Uh, even uh, depending on where you, when you're listening to this, you can also go check out marketplacesuperheroes.com forward slash virtual dash bootcamp. Uh, you might be listening to this in the future when we have a bootcamp on, you search the keyword bootcamp or something like that. And that will usually be the link that we'll go to for you to be able to enroll. Uh, so if that page is live or whatever, the likelihood is we have a live bootcamp coming up that there's spots available on. So that's virtual dash bootcamp. And um, yeah, go, go and check it out. See what's going on there. And uh, we'd love to have you.